Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. But now, without further ado, he's making his grand appearance, grand entrance on our show. First time on the phone lines, the Roman guest lines, Juan Carlos Blanco of the lines. Here to talk NFL, and, you know, of course, Cameron found him. He discovered him for our show because he was listening to him in Buffalo when he couldn't get to Canada because he didn't get a PCR test. Juan, thank you for joining us on the show. How you doing, my guy? Good evening, guys. Great to be here with you. I, I hear you guys have a, a real fun show, and I can hear that for myself. So glad to, glad to be a part of it. Thanks for having me on. Wow, thanks for the compliment. We try to have fun here. We try to win some bets, and it's always easier show to bet. have fun when all three of us are in the green at the end of the night. It's, uh, and, you know, when we lose money, it's kind of grim around here. So you probably want to avoid appearances during those nights. Those nights. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll, the camera will send you a flag. They are very like, upset. Hey, they hey, are cursing at each other. Please do not <laughs> answer the bad. phone. Just, just so you have a date. All right. Let's talk about some of these early lines for NFL Week 12. And, of course, we have to start with Turkey Day. Thursday, uh, November 25th. Hmm. Is that true? Is that? Yes, yeah, 25th. Thursday, yes, 25th. 25th. Wow. Yep. It's right around the corner. Right um, the I heard we're having Arby's on the show. Right around uh, the the Chicago Bears play the Detroit Lions. The, the Raiders play the Dallas Cowboys. And the Bills take on the New Orleans Saints. I'll leave the the Cowboys question for Trista. I want to talk about the uh, the appetizer, Chicago against the Detroit Lions. Unfortunately, we have to watch this game over and over again. Detroit sucks, but the three-and-a-half-point dogs and the Bears suck as well. What is your feel on this game? If anything, blindly, Detroit played a kind of okay game last week. I might want to take them to cover three-and-a-half because I don't quite trust Chicago. But what would you do in this game if uh, the money was in your pocket? Right. Yeah. I mean, the first thing is I, I'd almost, uh, you know, have to wait here a couple of days because th- these quarterback situations are what, uh, yeah. what are really interesting here for both teams. I mean, Tim Boyle, I mean, yesterday, I'm sure, you know, he gave it uh, a, a good, as good a try as he could, but 72 <laughs> yards passing, I believe a couple interceptions. Yeah. I mean, uh, DeAndre Swift is obviously the, the, the cog that's going to drive that machine if Detroit is going to have any success. Uh, but Jared Goff, I mean, from what I understand, may have a chance to play is what Campbell said. And if he's healthy enough, that's who's going to start for him. But it's really it's really a toss up there. I mean, we saw David uh, Blau uh, come in, I think it was last year on Thanksgiving and, and turn in an incredible performance. And he's he's sitting there as Boyle's backup. So who knows if he's the one who ends up in there and turns in another big another big performance. And on the other side, I mean. Dalton is, uh, you know, you'd figure gives you a steadier hand than Fields at this point in their in their career, just because of the big difference in experience. But what Fields brings to the table as far as mobility and just uh, being harder to defend overall is is incomparable between the two. So um, I, I'd have to almost, you know, wait on this because this is a toss up. Uh, Detroit's fire under Campbell most weeks is really impressive. I mean, he really has them playing. Yeah. hard every week for the most part there's been a couple times where things have gotten away from them but uh you, you that kind of team always gives itself a chance to win when they're playing that hard for their coach what better way to get your first win of the season than on turkey day and it's funny on sunday i found out that tim boyle in college you know i didn't really care about tim boyle before sunday but uh, tim boyle in college 12 touchdowns and 26 interceptions through four years Packer at legend. uconn oh. in eastern kentucky uh that immediately had me ask how the hell is he still in the league, um, man, four touchdowns in his professional career. Trista, take it away. Now, Juan Carlos, I'm looking at a bunch of these lines. There's obviously the Vegas, uh, Vegas Raiders play the Cowboys. 
I, I probably wouldn't touch a side there. Uh, my inclination is to go on the under. Um, in terms of the Thanksgiving ga- Day games, would you wait on any of these? Or, or any of these games would you wait on, or would you jump on one of them early? Ooh, I mean, um, you know, the Bill Saints might be the one that I would be most likely to kind of be willing to, to make a commitment on early because – we kind of know what we're going to have there. Of course, the Alvin Kamara question kind of lingers, but sure. Mark Ingram has been doing a good enough job where, I mean, uh, obviously not the same as Kamara in terms of upside, but I would have more certainty about that game and uh, look for Buffalo, I think, to bounce back and, and cover that pretty uh, small number uh, in that contest. That's what I would lean toward. The Dallas Raiders game, I, I have, I, I agree with you. I mean, the under would be the way to go based on, the way the Raiders are playing and on offense and the way that Cowboy, the Cowboys are basically shorthanded right now without Cooper, you can really see the difference in their passing game. I'd like to get your thoughts on uh, one that's coming up this weekend. Primetime. It's the Cleveland Browns taking the road. They're coming off a win, but they don't cover the number. They're three and a half point dogs taking on the Ravens. And you'd expect Lamar Jackson would be back for this one. Uh, any thoughts on this one? The total sitting there at 45. Cleveland was a team I was high on, man. I played their season win total over 10 and a half, but they've been a huge disappointment. Meanwhile, Baltimore like continues to find ways to win games every single week, even without Lamar this week against the bears. Right. Yeah. I mean, Huntley did a really nice job just kind of stepping in. I mean, a, a similar skill set, uh, you know, not, not dialed up as much as Lamar, obviously, but I guess that did allow for a certain comfort level in terms of the plays they called. So if he has to go in there again, he, he did acquit himself pretty good by the numbers and he made two big passes there on that final drive to, to get them down there for the Devonta Freeman uh, game winning touchdown. Uh, I would think that he's gained a lot from the experience of starting a game. And if they have to throw him back in there, I think he can perform uh, very well if he needed to uh, make another start. But I think Lamar will be well enough to play by that game. According to reports today, he was already feeling better. And if he's in there, I do like uh, Baltimore. I think Cleveland's just playing so shorthanded, especially in the passing game at this point. Uh, if, if Donovan Peoples-Jones is out again, I mean, there's really no reliable deep threat, and they become so much easier to defend, uh, and they can stack the box a little more against Chubb as well. Juan Carlos, Tennessee is now visiting the surging Patriots. Five-and-a-half-point dogs they are. New England has just been rattling off wins in impressive fashion. Mac Jones has looked not only efficient but non-rookie-like. The defense is a monster. Tennessee obviously coming off of a an embarrassing, frankly, like disparaging loss against the Houston Texans. Um, but they are four and ro- four and one on the road against the spread as road dogs. Um, what would you do in that game? Yeah, and the funny thing too with the Patriots being, um, I believe, two and four at home, so they've had a hard time for whatever reason on their home field this year. And there again, like it seems like with every week 12 game, I think that we could talk about this week, there's an injury. There's a big name injury question mark lingering over the whole thing. In this case with AJ Brown having left yesterday's game early for Tennessee, I, it really leaves. I mean, Ryan Tannehill was so little to work with at, at that point. So I, my question would be, uh, what's he going to have at his disposal? Having a face, a Belichick, uh, you know, coordinated defense, when you're so shorthanded at receiver is just kind of a recipe for disaster, not to mention, you know, at running back, obviously they're kind of trying to patch it together by committee. And they, they, they actually did a pretty decent job yesterday while they could still run the ball, but 
um, it's it's something that where a defense like New England it can really just kind of make you uh, totally, totally uh, incompetent, make you look real bad if you have so little weapons to, to go at them with. Yeah. Well, so, who do you yeah, – uh, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, sorry. Uh, who, who, if you had to make, a like, a future play on today, or who do you buy into in the NFC, like, as a true contender? Because we're all hyping up the Rams. Uh, the debut for Ola Beckham Jr. didn't go the way that they wanted, but then again, he doesn't even know the offense yet. They take on the Packers. The Packers, obviously, sitting there with three losses, but they're all beat up on the offensive line. And then we're watching Tampa Bay right now take care of business against a bad Giants team. Which team do you buy into right now in the NFC? Yeah, I mean, this is a, an interesting season. I'm sure I don't got to tell you guys or anybody who has placed a bet this NFL season that this has been uh, pretty unpredictable. And so kind of looking forward that way, I mean, I really like the Cardinals. I, I believe, you know, they've had a couple slip-ups like everybody else, uh, but they've had less slip-ups than anybody else. And not just that, I mean, what they're able to do uh, with these, you know, two major, major parts of their offense missing for multiple games, and they can still continue to just move forward uh, and and keep things, you know, hold the fort down until they these guys get back and Murray and Hopkins, Chase Edmonds on injured reserve. Nothing seems to really phase them for long. And that, that kind of adaptability, I think, is going to serve them really well. They're, they're stacking up wins. If they get home field, uh, I really like them, even against uh, Brady and the Bucks, if, if they have to go out there to, to see, you know, see them, let's say, in an NFC championship game. We're joined now by Juan Carlos Blanco of the Lions, talking some Week 12 in the NFL. Um, I wanted to ask you about this. So we've kicked this can around a little bit on the show, is that the NFL MVP um, – Nobody pretty much looks like the favorite right now. The line has been all over the place. Josh Allen was the favorite. He's now moved to plus 450. Tom Brady has now taken the, the reins there, plus 260. Do you have any value plays in the MVP race? Jonathan Taylor's been phenomenal. Uh, I know running back is not his award to win, but still, he's been like the most consistent of all the guys on this list. Who do you think gets the MVP, or who who would you place your money on? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to go on probabilities, I guess, and just looking at history, we know that quarterbacks are definitely – uh, always the the favorite. If you have anybody who has uh, anything close to a you know a, a really really strong year, they're always going to be favored over a running back or a receiver. Yeah. But I I just was thinking about this earlier today. Actually, I think Taylor could kind of really make a case for yeah. breaking that mold this year if he keeps going the way he's going. I don't see how you can deny him. You know, yes, obviously yesterday. I mean, his stock has never been higher than right now. Uh, after what he did yesterday but uh, this is a guy who put up the numbers he put up in college I mean it's not really that surprising that he can dominate in the NFL and a lot of you know big kudos to his offensive line which if they stay healthy I think they can keep him producing at more or less at the clip he's producing now and it's going to be interesting at that point voters are going to have a real uh, uh, question there to face uh, in terms of whether if, you know, whether any quarterback really deserves it over him, I guess also depending on where the Colts end up, you know, that always also plays into the, the minds of the voters. I know when it comes to MVP. Yeah, that Colts team, they are rolling right now. And we're rolling because you were on the show with us. Thank you so much, Juan, for joining us. That's Juan Carlos Blanco of the Lions. And man, Cam, make sure you get him back, please. Like if he if he'd have us, we would love, love to have him back, back on the show because he knows his stuff. And uh, make sure you follow him on social media right now. It's It's that easy. You can search. Uh, J.C. Blanco, J.C. is in Cal Blanco, B-L-A-N-C-O, 22 on Twitter. He also does work with Rotowire, so check him out right there.